Wall Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. Now, well, the collective rage currently is focused on WorldCom. Tyco CEO Dennis Koslowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Bitcoin has 46 million American investors and top earners make about $100,000 a year. Cryptocurrency has been an investment which people have been hungry to dive into because of the promising gain. But what if there was a cryptocurrency that promised more gain than Bitcoin? A cryptocurrency that was going to demolish Bitcoin in the future and rise above the rest. Well, that was one coin, the cryptocurrency that promised gains that Bitcoin couldn't match and that was promised to dominate the market. Well, did it happen? Did they do it? I assume not. Who was behind this lavish plan? Find out on this week's episode of White Collars Red Hands. Um, excuse me, if there was going to be a next cryptocurrency boom, it would be in cummies. Huh? Oh, I hate this. It's the crypto coin made exclusively for porn sites, and it's called Cummies. I hate that. I've divested my entire portfolio into Cummies, so please keep my children fed and buy Cummies, please. I'm joking. I don't have children. All of my assets are in Cummies, though. All right, and on that, welcome to another episode of White Collars, Red Hands. This is... Oh, I'm Kishan. Who has cummies in his pocket right now. Uh, that's and, true. They're not physical. Okay, uh, they're in my digital my digital wallet. And I'm Nina Kern, and I don't have any cummies. That's Are they fault. really called that? That's your fault. Can is you it C-U-M-M-I-E-S? It's exactly how you think, yeah. And is do they have like a little mascot that looks like the Michelin Man? I don't think so, but I don't know. This is what I'm picturing. Because they're called like, I think the actual name of the coin is like Cum Rocket or something. Oh my God. You know what? I don't even know why this is bothering me so much because I'm such a disgusting human. Say, you've said worse like today I know, before I don't know we started why, I don't know. You literally Cum Rocket price today. Cummies to USD live. How much is it? The live Cum Rocket price. Wait, this shouldn't be this funny. Today is... Point zero zero two one three one USD with a twenty four hour trading volume of twenty thousand three hundred and thirty one dollars seventy twenty seven cents USD. I'm so fucked. I'm gonna lose my house, guys. So you only use these for like porn stuff? That, that's why they were made is for like so that you could like do like chatterbait, but with like e but with like cryptocurrency. So you could like tip online sex workers with cummies. You could give them your cummies. Mm. Take my cummies. Yeah. Take my cummies and, and then gobble you, and them then up. You, you could spam in the chat like, yes, thank you. Take my cummies, mommy, or whatever. You know, I wouldn't know because I'm buying them only for the investment uh-huh. and not to actually use them. Like, I wouldn't go online and like, yes, please, mistress, take my cummies. Like, I wouldn't do that personally. Goddess. <laughs> but other people would, you know. Take so my that, cummies, goddess. That's Let why, me worship you. That's why it's a good ROI. All right. Well, we're not going to talk about, you know what? Cummies is still 
a viable investment. And I think I may get some cummies because I'm an adult. Thank you. I'm an adult. Thank you. Um, that'll be the NFT we all, if, if that we, I invest oh in. Oh, my God. If you get... 10 people to invest in cummies and then they get 10 people to oh in my god you called what the episode's gonna be like so let's go ahead and get into <laughs> oh, it no. so today our um our episode is going to be focused on ruja ignatova um ruja is a bulgarian born german citizen so she was born in bulgaria and moved to germany it is said that she attended Oxford University and got her PhD in private international law at the University of Constance in Germany. Ooh, Ruja smart. She's very smart. She also worked for McKinsey and Company, which is a consulting group. The best known consulting yes, group. Yes, it is. Um, Ignatova is also the co-founder of OneCoin the cryptocurrency we'll be talking about today. So OneCoin was founded in 2014 by Ruja Ignatova and Sebastian Greenwood in Bulgaria. OneCoin was a cryptocurrency that was said that they said was going to be bigger than Bitcoin. And some would even call it the Bitcoin killer. Wow. Yeah. Some, huh? Just like some. one person screaming in an article on the I internet. I think everybody who loved OneCoin would do that. Of course. They were like, it's gonna kill Bitcoin. They're like, this is the Bulgarian Bitcoin. <laughs> That's it, killing Bitcoin. All right. That was the cummies gobbling up Bitcoin. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't think cummies gobble. I think that usually goes the other way, but that's Oh, fine. they gobble the cummies? Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Anyways, Ignaz Tova <laughs> would say that traditional banks and government had too much power over currency and that there needed to be a democratization of money. Yeah, I have to own all of it. <laughs> yeah, and that people needed power over their money. Specifically me as and the people. me. It's me. It's a me. Ruja taking your money. Wow, you are terrible at a Bulgarian accent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what a Bulgarian accent sounds like. Not that. I'll tell you that, I, that was offensive, but I just don't run into any Bulgarians. I think I know one Bulgarian. She's very nice. Her name's Julia. She's funny. Go look her up. <laughs> yeah, but She's if, you, if you can find her, her name is Julia. Very, very She's a Chicago. She's a Chicago comedian, and she's one of the producers of um, this show at the Den Theater. Wow, this show at the den that's more specific, but still not yeah, anywhere specific. I know. Enough. I like could look her up right now, but anyways, <laughs> I'm trying to plug Julia right now. Um, anyways, her saying all this, talking about the one coin and getting people to try to like, you know, hey, you know, you need to get this. It worked because people were still reeling from the 2008 recession. And Bitcoin had also been taking off at this time. So investors were hungry and looking for more opportunities to get rich. What year was this in? 2014. Okay. Yeah. OneCoin promised investors that their investments would earn five to 10 times more than what they originally invested. She would tell people that they were making history and that if you invested, you would be joining a family. Investors would join a community called One Life. So OneCoin had one life. Is this a cryptocurrency or a cult? Right. It gets <laughs> super fucking culty. Um, investors would also join WhatsApp groups with insider info, and they would be told to ignore the outside haters. Okay, this sounds like a cult. <laughs> no, it really, like, it honestly gets very culty, and a lot of people compare this to a cult. They're like, we're your family. Your family's not your family anymore. Stop talking to them. Don't listen to people who tell you it's wrong. Yeah, literally. Shut yourself off from the outside world. Yep. That's cult. That's cult things. Yeah, it's literally cult behavior. 
Um, they would also have their own hand signals that they would use when they greeted each other. Gang signs? Yeah. Those shitty Bulgarian cryptocurrency gang One signs? One coin. It was probably something. That's so- not what it was. It was probably something equally as dumb. Though, to be that's honest. one life, one life, or one life. I don't know, one life, Nine, one you, coin. You gotta, one you life. gotta thank your fucking stars. We live on the north side of Chicago because if we were on the other side, someone would shoot us through the window. <laughs> for what, hard gigs for what you're doing right now. I know actual Jesus. gigs actually. No, 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 stop it. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you off right there. Jesus, <laughs> okay. Um. There are also OneCoin leaders who would mentor people and guide them on how to answer questions from people who are skeptical about the cryptocurrency. It really is a cult. They're a cult. Um, OneCoin grew to 3 million investors in three years. Investors came from all over the world. And according to the Justice Department, between the fourth quarter of 2014 and the fourth quarter of 2016 alone, OneCoin generated 4.037 billion euros in sales revenue and earned profits of 2.735 billion euros. That's a lot of fucking money. That's I, a lot of fucking money. I don't think I've ever heard about this before today. I know. Which is wild because... It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money and this is really weird. <laughs> it's so weird and it gets weirder. So Ignatova, this is how it would work. Ignatova would use... She would recruit, oh my God. So this is how it worked. Ignatova would recruit multi-level marketers, MLM. Basically how an MLM works is you make a commission based off of who you bring in and then you make a commission off of their sales and then all the people that they bring in as well. So I bring on in, I can, you know, I'm, hey, Kashan, you should come invest in OneCoin and up here's my wing, come under my wing and we'll OneCoin life, this one life together. And then- I if he sells anything, then I make money off of it, and then he brings in his girlfriend, and then anything she breaks in, I'm making money off him and his girlfriend. Oh, so it's like if it if we were to put it like let's say in like a 3D shape, it'd be like a right. It'd be like it'd be like small at the top, small at the top, and big at the bottom. Big at the bottom. So if it was a 3D shape, that would be like I don't know a pyramid. I think it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, it'd be like sounds like. Whoa, whoa, it's not a pyramid scheme. It's just a pyramid in shape, but it's different. It's an MLM. It's heard, you know, this is like how Avon and Mary Kay and what's that one leggings brand that everybody was freaking out about? Lululemon? Not Lululemon, Lularue. All right. Lula You're Roo. talking to the wrong guy. Yeah. I, I, I gave up leggings They a long had time these ago. leggings. Like, LulaRue has, like, super patterned leggings that look like you've thrown up on them. And it's a pyramid scheme. Anyways, so... Multi-level marketing schemes really only benefit the people who are on the top. And if you're lower on the totem pole, you rarely make any money. Just like America. No, honestly, it's... It's the... Worker bees are working very, very hard, and then the people at the top are over there stroking their dicks and drinking Kool-Aid and eating grapes off the vine in Italy. This is what all the 1% does, yeah. at least at Nina's mind. Actually, it sounds pretty good. I would love to be masturbating in Italy, why, drinking Kool-Aid and eating do, grapes. Why do we do this podcast again, Nina? <laughs> you need to remind yourself right now. Check yourself at the door. I don't know. 
Oh, to like take them down. Yeah, so stop saying like, that sounds great. It does sound great, but I think we all should have that opportunity to masturbate in Italy and eat grapes. You're right. That for everyone. If there was a presidential candidate (laughs) that promised that. That's what I'm going to run on. That's why my president. People will be running to the ballots. I think that everyone should have an equal opportunity. You don't need to do a bad Trump. To touch themselves. (laughs) At the same time, but yeah. In Italy while eating grapes. Great. Sign me up. <laughs> All right. Um, so Ignatova knew that if she got people to invest who are experienced MLM marketers, that OneCoin would succeed. And it did. OneCoin would also, one of the biggest things that brought in the most revenue for OneCoin was that they would sell educational videos for training. And this, again, main revenue. Um, these <sighs> training courses, what? I'm sorry. I'm just imagining, like, have you ever seen those old, like, 1980s training videos for, like, Wendy's? No. Where they're they're like, hey, welcome to the Wendy's staff. My name's John, and I'm going to be running with you, through with you how to run the soft drink machine. And then it's just like, that's how, when I got a job at Sonic Drive-In, they just trained me on a, like, literally they had a small TV in the back with a VHS slot. And I played all these VHSs from, like, the 80s, and that's how, like, fast food workers train them. So I'm imagining it's just, it's just that, hi. Do you want to join a family through cryptocurrency? Well, my name's Reagan, and I'm going to tell you how. Literally. With one coin. Like with a one shitty, coin. A shitty graphic comes up. I mean, that's basically what they were. And these educational videos would cost anywhere between 100 and 118,000 euros. And a lot so of the much. videos were plagiarized. In these educational videos, they would pitch investing in the company. And the way that investing in the company worked was that if you bought a package, you would gain tokens. And then these tokens would allow you to mine the coins. So the more money that you spent, the more coins you could mine. You look confused. Yeah, that just, it is confusing. It just sounds stupid. Because it is stupid. Because you can just, all the other ones you can just mine. So, but now I just have to, why don't I just buy the coins? You can't. You have to buy the package to get the tokens (laughs) to mine the coin. So fucking stupid. (laughs) The token becomes a coin after you mine it. Uh, Okay. So anyways, um, investors were, what investors were told is that if you bought a package for 500, I'm sorry, for 5,000 euros, it would then turn into 48,000 euros in value. Because that's how economy works. Yes. And the way that you would mine these coins was through OneCoin's own exchange. Because a lot of, I guess, the other ways that you mine crypto coins. Yeah. Oh, yes, please go for this. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait. We did do an episode on this, so I did teach this to you about. about You know how I am with learning. Eight months ago, so please. No, you know how I am with learning. No, no. How does it work? (laughs) What did you tell me? There's a blockchain. Yes. And then everybody mines on the blockchain. Mm -hmm. And then, but everybody doesn't have their own blockchain like this, right? It's like one market, right? I don't understand that last part. So. Isn't it kind of like everybody's like part of one, like it's almost like the stock exchange? No. Everyone is mining one block on the blockchain. Whoever finishes the block gets the Bitcoin. So it. But it's not. So Bitcoin with their blockchain, is it mm. just their exchange? You mean, is that just for Bitcoin? 
their blockchain? I think what I'm not, because like what this was saying and what I was understanding mm-hmm. was that all the other cryptocurrency, the blockchain is the same. No. No? no okay, not I all. misunderstood so, so if that. So if it is block, like they built, I'm dumb. They built their own blockchain technology, or they can. Some coins utilize like the Ethereum blockchain, and it's just on there. Mm-hmm. And then some build their own, but that's much harder. Okay, well, one coin had its own blockchain, and it was their own exchange. Okay, it's probably just some guy in Bulgaria writing stuff down and like typing something into a computer. <laughs> You're going to find out. Oh, Anyways, no. The coins that were you mined were then placed in a virtual wallet in which you could request a wire transfer. And the marketplace, the OneCoin marketplace, would set daily selling limits, which could then limit the amount of OneCoin that could be exchanged. Oof. That's the, by the way, that's a red flag in cryptocurrency. If, there, if there's a, a limit to the amount you can sell, it's because probably the people who made it are holding most mm-hmm. of it and they don't want you to sell off yours to drive down the value because they want to sell theirs off to you yeah that, that happened in the squid coin that we talked about in the blockchain blockheads episode yep the marketplace was starting to have trouble in 2016 when it closed for two weeks for maintenance and this happened without warning and then this also happened again in january 2017 now people in over 175 countries invested in 2016 alone all right and one coin another thing that they would do is that they would prey on poor people who were not tech savvy because they were most likely to invest in the product oh man because that that's why they have the tokens it's so they can convince people in real life to spend money yeah and they don't just have to like rely on people who know how to use the computer yes and Promoters would then turn to emerging countries or third world countries. And thousands of Ugandans bought into the investments. And some Ugandans would sell their farm animals and their homes to invest in the crypto. Ignatova banked on the fact that the average person didn't really understand what they were investing in. And Greenwood, the co-founder, was quoted saying, these people are idiots. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Where's that from? Uh, what? The quote. Where's the quote from? Yeah. It was in the Department of Justice thing. Oh, man. <laughs> just These people are idiots. Maybe it was in like his emails or something. Yeah, no, it, I, it was either an email or a phone conversation. Okay. I was I about to say, it was like, the way you put it was like, almost, it was, I imagined it was like a public, like, Oh, no, 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 no. And they were like, hey, come on, who cares? These people are idiots. <laughs> no, he said it neither. It was either an email or a phone conversation. I couldn't really. All right, fair. Remember. But if you don't understand what you're investing in, you probably shouldn't be investing in it. It's true. It's a good rule of thumb. True. Um. Many people, honestly, were suspicious of OneCoin from the start. And that sounds stupid. Yeah. And as early as 2015, a year after its launch, Bulgaria's Financial Supervision Commission issued a warning against crypto and used OneCoin as an example of this. Once this came out, OneCoin ceased all activity in Bulgaria and began using banks in other countries to do wire transfers. In 2016, the Daily Mirror, which is a British newspaper, wrote an article that OneCoin slash OneLife was a get-rich-quick scam. Which, And no one was getting rich, even slowly. No. Many other European countries warned citizens about OneCoin and the potential scam that it ultimately was. April 2017... 
Indian police arrested 18 people in Mumbai for trying to organize a OneCoin recruiting event. Police went undercover to the recruiting event before making the arrests. Because they were like, this shit's fake. And then they were like, this shit's fake. Fair. Yeah. And then during the sting, $11 million was transferred out of bank accounts before the police could obtain it. So. Damn. Not they sketchy move, They move fast. All. In July 2017, Ignatova was charged in India with duping investors. So many countries issued warnings to citizens either about OneCoin or stopped OneCoin operations in their country entirely. And some of these countries included Croatia, India, Thailand, Germany, Belize, and Vietnam. Ignatova knew she was being investigated because the FBI had actually bugged her boyfriend's apartment, her American boyfriend's apartment. She was also married during this time, but I think she may have gotten a divorce. It's not clear what happened to her marriage. But not to this American. That not, was just Not to her American boy, American, American boy. boy. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, because this is just a running theme in our show, so I have to ask it: She hot or what? Yeah, honestly. Ah, fuck. Yeah, like sucks. She's smart and hot, and still used all of her heart, her hot smartness for evil yeah even people within the company who didn't realize that this was fishy at first ended up finding out that this was fucking fishy a man named bjorn a man named bjorn bjork that was how you say it bjorn bjork was recruited to be a cto for the company and he was like "Mm, let me like kind of do some research and upon doing research he found out that there was actually no blockchain at all oh my god it is just some guy it's just some guy in bulgaria just like 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 reading things off a computer and just like typing numbers back into the wallet. That's yeah, hilarious. literally there was no technology invested in this at all. One coin actually didn't even exist. And Bjork's yeah, Bjork said that Ignatova never thought the scandal would get so big that she couldn't shut it down. Like because it it just like grew so much that she yeah. was like, oh shit, now I can't like shut it down. Although. Bjork found this out. It seemed as though he didn't really do anything with the information. And he was just like, no, I won't be CTO. But there was a lot of, that's just one example of fishy things that were happening. Back when all the, when OneCoin was at its height, if you Googled Ignatova, one of the first images that would pop up was a photo of her on the cover of Forbes. 
But in reality, she never interviewed with Forbes. She was in a paid advertisement in Forbes Bulgaria magazine, which was in the middle of the magazine. This was a fake image that they made to gain people's trust. And they would openly lie and get away with it, like about their company in general, and then just claim that it was fake news that was opposing them. Like, who cares this much about your stupid fucking cryptocurrency? Them! They made $4 billion! No, I mean, like, who's gonna who's gonna run a smear campaign on you? The people who think it's fake? I mean, a lot it of people were fake. like... It is fake! Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. It is fake. You're right. But I'm saying, like, coming from them, like, if it's real, if, you, and if it's real, you believe it's real, why would someone care so much to fake that it was bad? True. It makes no sense. No, and the whole thing makes no sense. Ugh. So, this is where things get really juicy. Cummies. Um, in October 2017, Ignatova was supposed to appear at a speaking event in Lisbon, Portugal, but she never made it. Dun, dun, dun. At this speaking event, she was supposed to be discussing on what was going on financially with the company because people really weren't getting the payouts that they were supposed to be getting. She normally was extremely punctual. She was known to cancel meetings if people were a minute late, but she Ugh. didn't show up and no one could get a hold of her. People thought that she had been kidnapped by the big banks. Oh my God, all this conspiracy. Oh, it gets worse. Ignatova was last seen on a flight from Bulgaria to Athens, Greece. In 2018, it was rumored that she was murdered by a Bulgarian drug lord whom she was in business with. It was rumored that she was murdered and then that her body was decapitated and thrown into the ocean. They thought that happened. Okay. It was also rumored that maybe she wasn't dead and that she had extensive plastic surgery since her disappearance, which she could afford because she was loaded. So she got all this plastic surgery so that they wouldn't recognize her. That was what the rumor was. Um, in a prior email to Greenwood, her co-founder, she had said that if they got caught to take the money and run and blame it on someone else. <laughs> Just the worst kind of people. Yeah, literally. Just terrible people. Awful people. Terrible people. Um, she was missing. She's been missing for a long time. And she was added to the FBI's most wanted list in 2022. And the FBI also is offering a $100,000 reward for information that could lead to her arrest. And she is only one of 11 women who have been on the FBI's most wanted list. And the second FBI most wanted person that we've covered on this show. That's true. With uh, the wire card gentleman whose yes. name I always forget. And I do check in on periodically. Still at large. They still have not found him. I have not found that guy. Yeah. Um, when Ignatova disappeared, OneCoin kept running. After Ignatova's disappearance, her brother Constantine took over one coin, and he has so many tattoos and a tongue ring. He doesn't really look like a CEO. He looks like he would murder you. He is kind of hot, though, in yeah, a scary way. You like him kind of murdery, so yeah, I'm like, that, that I'm like, sense. ooh, are you gonna get mad and break my collarbone? That's my type. Man. This sounds like a conversation you should be having with your therapist, not and me. not on the airwaves. Yeah, not with a bunch of other people. Mm. Well, too late. Too late. That's not going to get cut out of the episode. No, it's uh, not. 
In 2019, he came to the U.S. for a OneCoin event in Las Vegas because they were trying to get more U.S. investors. Um, these conferences were basically like, I don't know, they were just big recruiting events and stuff like People that. People still showing up to these in 2019? Yeah. Um, when he was flying back to Bulgaria, he got arrested in L.A. and was charged with money laundering and fraud. When arrested, Constantine did spill the beans on his sister. At that point, they didn't know where she had gone, and he told police that she had went to Athens. He also told the police that Ignatova made off with $500 million after the blow-up and 230000 in Bitcoin, which is actually worth $9 billion. Today? Yeah. Oh, shit. The FBI charged Ignatova in absentia in 2022, and she faces up to 90 years in prison. When he got caught in 2019, because he gave up all that information, he got some sort of plea deal. I heard, I saw a couple different things. Some things, some places it said he got five years, but then there's some things that said he got like he was offered to go into witness protection. So I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh well, what happened? That's probably why there's multiple things that that are being said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 2018, Greenwood, Sebastian Greenwood, the co-founder, was arrested, and he faces up to 20 years in prison. He was supposed to be sentenced on April 5th, 2023, which was literally a week ago, but I couldn't find out if that actually happened. But he, So he's been convicted, or he pleaded guilty? He pled guilty, mm-hmm. at least, because yeah. he's already moving to sentencing? Yeah. Interesting. They And when Constantine got caught, he pled guilty immediately as well. Yeah, I mean, smart thing to do. Yeah. Especially, oh, man, he could flip an FBI most wanted person. At that point, you're like... Even though it's his sister. Yeah. What, what, what are you going to do? What's that guy's name? Takashi69? Can't touch me. Some bull- fucking bullshit ratting out everybody. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so... People continued to invest even after the arrests. And this part was just weird. And I wanted to, um, I just wanted to include it. So in 2019, they were still trying to get investors. And OneCoin actually held a beauty contest in 2019. And the top five contestants won $25,000 in plastic surgery vouchers or the equivalent in OneCoin. They said that it was sponsored by Vogue, but it wasn't. It was just so weird. I had to include it. Wait, so the award... This is, once again, these people are stupid. So the award for a beauty contest is plastic surgery. That's like the opposite. You should give plastic surgery to the people who win an ugly contest because they need it the most. But that's how they got pretty in the first place was with all the plastic surgery. Then they don't need more. Yes, they do. You know? It's just, you know, just once again, one coin proves that even in making a terrible and probably somehow misogynistic beauty contest, that it's still fucking stupid. Good job, one. Well, I think that all beauty contests are pretty stupid. Anyways. Obviously, the company isn't running anymore, but over $4 billion was stolen from investors. So the whereabouts of Ruja Ignatova have been under debate for a long time. Like we said earlier, a lot of people think that she's dead. Well... In January of this year. January of this year? She resurfaced. In January 2023, a penthouse in Kensington, England went up for sale. And it was believed that it was purchased by Ignatova. Ignatova purchased the property under a company name. But because of new laws with the UK, she did have to put her actual name on the property. She was listed as the beneficial owner of the property. So 
once that happened, the sale obviously did not go through because they caught it and they were like, yo, wait, what the fuck? No arrests have been made yet, but it's clear that she is still alive. Maybe that's another Ruja Ignatova. Wouldn't that suck? It's a common name. In Bulgaria. I don't even know. I don't even know I don't if that's know. true. I don't know if that's true either, but it is pretty crazy. Wild. Wild. That was kind of a short one today. I didn't mean for it to be. It was seven pages. I don't know how much short. That was seven pages? Yeah. And we even fucked around. It's like hardcore me- fuck in, around. In, in the meantime. Oh, well. All right. Anyway. Although brief, our story today shows us that things are not always as they seem. From the outside, OneCoin seemed like an investment that would provide investors financial freedom and security, when in reality, it was anything but. Ruja Ignatova and Sebastian Greenwood scammed investors out of billions of dollars while lining their pockets as they laughed on the sidelines. Greenwood saw his day of reckoning, and hopefully, Ignatova will say hers too. One thing I meant to mention earlier that I didn't, that I do want to say, was there were some things that I saw online about this that people were like, oh, who cares if she gets away with it? Because, like, it's just all these, like, rich people that invest in crypto anyway. Like, it's just a bunch of crypto bros, blah, blah, blah. And it obviously wasn't. And it obviously wasn't. They targeted poor people. And that was the issue. That's the main issue with this in general because... These aren't just rich people that they're hurting. They're hurting poor people. Yeah. And they were purposely going to underdeveloped countries to scam people. Mm -hmm. And that's the worst type of person, is a person who takes from someone who already has nothing. Oh, but don't forget, if if they're caught, take the money and run and blame it on somebody else. Yeah. These people are idiots. Disgusting. Yeah, no. These are terrible people. Disgusting. I really hope that she gets arrested, and I hope that she... I hope that justice is served. I don't know. They're hoping that if when they catch her that they can start to pay back victims. But I don't really know if that's ever going to happen. And people invested a lot of money. Like there was one woman that I saw interviewed. She herself invested 10,000 euros and then like got her friends and family to invest. And then like as a group in total, they invested like 250,000 euros. Jesus. So it's like, I mean, people were really affected by this. Yeah. Well, I hope the courts, you know rule and maybe give them another cryptocurrency and equivalent like maybe they give them the exact same amount but in like i don't know cum rocket you know yeah. if they could just like get cum rocket into the pockets of every ugandan all, citizen yeah, that, I hope, that I'd be I hope supportive. every person in uganda gets a cum rocket in their pocket i think the national currency of uganda <laughs> should just switch to cum rocket um and not because i've invested all of my money in it that would be dishonest I just think that um, that that you know sometimes sub-Saharan African countries could really use benefit from cum rockets, cum gummies. You know. Well, if you also <laughs> want to hear more about gummies and learn more about DM me, I'll talk all day. Different ways to invest in cum rockets. Um, you can DM Kishan on Facebook.com/slash White Collars Red Hands on Twitter at White Collars Pod. Um, you can DM me about it, but I don't know anything about it on Instagram at White Collars underscore Red Hands or watch more about it on our TikTok at White Collars Red Hands. If you um, want to blast another rocket idea into our podcast we love to do fan submitted episodes stretch it but that's all right i don't know um you can always email us ideas at um 
not Instagram.com. Uh, um, whitecollarsredhands at gmail.com. www. At whitecollarsredhands at gmail.com. Is that what you just said? I don't know what I it's said. Whitecollarsredhands at gmail.com. The website is whitecollarsredhands.com. Yeah. And on that website, you can buy merch from T Public. Um, it's summertime now, so get yourself a tank top, get maybe maybe a pen. You know, something. <laughs> the summer, the summer essentials. A the tank summer top of, and, a, and, and a pen. pen. <laughs> tank top and a pen. Um, also, if you like what you listen to, if you want to blast cum rockets into people's ears, let them know about us. You know, that's one of the best ways to let, help a podcast grow is by word of mouth. Nice. Just spreading it, shooting it. Nice. Into people's faces, you know. Uh-huh. I'm about to say, I was like, yeah, no, word of, word of mouth is my favorite. Yeah. For cummies. Yeah, absolutely. And then another great way to support us is by giving us a rating on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, We love five-star ratings, but honest ratings are welcome as well. And we also started our own YouTube page. So if you could go subscribe to that, we would really, really, really appreciate it. And you could see our beautiful faces. Yeah. And And maybe a cum rocket. And guess what the name of that? Well, that's for our our only fans that we're starting with this year. Um, And by the way, the name of that? You, you'll be so surprised. It's White Collar Shed Hands. That's the name of our channel. So, yeah, please go check it out. Oh, on YouTube, not OnlyFans. Yeah. No, we're, we're gonna, we'll change it to something else on there. We'll call it Red Collar's White Hands. Perfect. Because I rode your face on my period, and then you came in my hands. Anyways. <laughs> we need to be done. We, no, we need... That's the... Well, if the line's like 100 <laughs> feet behind you. You crossed it so... So far... <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming. Not I'm like crying. that. Fuck. All right. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on another episode of White Collars, Red, Red Hands. <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs>